What is up, Next Level fam? Thank you so much for joining another episode of Health Explained. I'm your host, Alexis Smith, and today we'll be discussing maintaining flexibility as we age. Today I have our amazing Next Level provider lead and nurse practitioner, Monica Nolan Salazar with me. She is going to touch on a topic that is so important, but isn't something we often think about or prioritize. That is maintaining flexibility as we age. Thanks so much for being here, Monica. Hi, Alexis. Thank you for having me today. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Excited to have you here um, for this topic that I think everyone needs to hear about. Um, So let's just get started with why is flexibility so important? Okay, well, that's a great uh, first question. And, you know, um, basically, you know, we go out throughout our day, we're usually working at the computer, we're kind of in a more sedentary type of um, lifestyle these days. And it's just so important for our muscles to remain flexible. Um, So that way, you know, overall, we maintain strength, and we have a good range of motion in our joints. Um, on the opposite side of the spectrum, if we don't remain flexible, then, you know, our muscles become shorter, they become tighter, and then we feel that discomfort, you know, throughout our day. So I think just being um, mindful of it um, and putting it as a as a priority in our overall wellness is, is important. Well, absolutely. And isn't it true that it- if you're not so flexible, especially as you get older, are you more prone to injury because your your muscles don't move as well as they used to? That is so true. Yes, ma'am. As a matter of fact, you know, um, when we try to be these weekend warriors, we um, go out and do some, you know, physical activity with our kids or just, you know, uh, take a quick, you know, jog or whatever. And then we realize uh, wait a second, I, I need to stretch before I go out there and, and do this physical activity because I could potentially hurt myself. You know, if we don't maintain flexibility, we, we definitely can put strain on our joints and our ligaments, and then we can cause injury. Yeah. So when we talk about maintaining flexibility, how flexible are we talking? Are we talking middle splits or downward dog flexible? Like, <laughs> what do I need to be doing here? <laughs> Yeah, that's a good question. You know, um, when we were younger, we could put our, you know, feet above our head. And I have pictures of my daughter, you know, like nibbling on her toes. And I'm thinking, I wish I was that flexible now. Mm -hmm. But um, as we get older, actually, you know, too much flexibility is not a good thing. And it can lead to other issues as well, because we want to make maintain a healthy range of motion. our ligaments, um, if, if we overstretch, they become too loose and we become hypermobile and can lead to like dislocated joints. We can have sprains, strains, or even develop arthritis as a result. So we need to strike a balance and we want to have uh, mobility to maintain range of motion to do our, you know, normal activities, but, um, and we want to do those without pain or discomfort. So um, we all come to the table with a different level of flexibility, but we really want to just try to achieve a healthy balance and something we can maintain. Interesting. I'm really glad that you said that too much flexibility can also not be so good um, because 
I'm one of those people where if you tell me something is good for me, then I'll just do that and I'll, I'll work on it over and over and over, uh, sometimes to an extreme. <laughs> I'm sure we have yes. some audience members out there as well um, that might be the same, but yes, balance is important. Um, Absolutely. So, <laughs> diving right into, um, you know, obviously, as you said, your daughter was really flexible as she was younger and um, you feel yourself not as flexible or at least not as flexible as your, as your young daughter was or is. Um, so how does flexibility start to look as you age? Well, that's a good question. Um, as we age, we, we definitely have um, stiffer muscles. Um, we are definitely more in as a sedentary type of lifestyle, unless we maintain an, an active you know, routine. But once we get into you know, taking the kids to soccer practice, you know, um, getting the kids ready for school, we're going to work. Um, you know, we've got a lot of things on our plate. Um, we, we don't maintain that level of activity that we used to. And, um, in addition, you know, our bodies in general, we lose water in our tissues and in, in our spine. And this, in, you know, it will increase your stiffness in the joints. We lose the elasticity throughout our muscles and tendons and those surrounding tissues. So, um, it's important to maintain that level of activity so that way we don't lose it. Yeah. So um, for someone who maybe sits most of the day, um, and I think that's most people nowadays, how, what would you say to them as far as um, how often they should work on their flexibility? Is it an everyday thing? Um, and also um, what they can do to maintain that flexibility? Absolutely. Well, I mean, ideally, it would be great to be able to stretch maybe 10 to 20 minutes every day. But some okay. people's, you know, lifestyle may allow just one day out of the week, 20 minutes, that's fine, too. I mean, it just depends what your schedule is. Um, some people are doing a lot of, you know, remote working from home. So, you know, you might be able to take some stretch breaks and, and do that in between meetings. Um it's really important that we just get started and start a routine. You know, maybe Monday evenings when you um, have time in between dropping the kids off to soccer practice or Thursday mornings, you go into work later, that might be a good time. It's just one of those deals where we have to just um, kind of maybe put it in our schedule to kind of make it a priority. And sometimes, right. you know, we're doing Zoom meetings to Zoom meeting back to back. and you know, um, you could even do some gentle stretching during your Zoom meetings or in between just to kind of get up and move around and, and get the blood flowing. Yeah. So is there anything we need to do before we start that flexibility practice? Do we need to warm up for flexibility or or do we practice flexibility before warming up for another exercise? That's a good, that's a really good question. And I think a lot of people, you know, have um, different um viewpoints on this. There's two types of stretching though. There's one that's more of a dynamic stretching, which is mm -hmm. if you're getting ready to go say play soccer or you're getting ready to go, um, you know, jog around the block, then you want to do some active warming up and you're doing some, maybe some, um, windmill type of, you know, exercises with your shoulders, you're, you know, rolling your neck, you're kind of, you know, getting the blood flowing. But there's also another type of stretching that's called a static stretch. 
which is um, the benefit of that is holding the stretch for a longer period of time. And that way you can tap into your deeper layer of connective tissue. And then you start to stimulate overall kind of this um, natural type of lubrication that develops <clears throat> in our joints. That's kind of um, a big word. It's called the hyaluronic acid, but it's, it's kind of the same lubricating effect on our joint that motor oil has on your car. And so that as you stretch, our body kind of releases that. And so both forms of stretching are important, but um, the, the static stretching can also really provide a good um, lasting type of flexibility. And, and that looks like stretching mainly for like holding a pose for, you know, three minutes, then working up to five minutes and mm -hmm. kind of, you know, gradually building up to that. Got it. And what are some stretches or exercises that you would recommend for those trying to work at it? Sure. I mean, some, some basic stretching could be um, a flexion stretch of the neck where we're just um, keeping the shoulders back or bringing the chin down toward the chest by bending the head just straight forward. And we're holding that mm -hmm. stretch where we can feel it in the back of our neck. And it just, especially if you're, you know, just at a computer screen all day, that holding that position for 30 seconds to a minute can really give you some relief. Um, yeah. <clears throat> in addition, you know, we, we get tight hamstrings over time. So if we're sitting at our desk or having a break in between meetings, we can actually do a seated hamstring stretch. And the hamstring is located in the back of our legs. And, and when those hamstrings get tight, it actually affects our back. It affects our posture. It affects the way we walk. So um, a simple stretch would be to sit on the edge of your chair, put both feet flat on the floor. And then next, you're straightening your right leg in front of your body with the heel on the floor. And you're going to kind of lean into it and keep your shoulders and head upright, but you'll actually feel that really nicely in that hamstring and holding the stretch and kind of, you know, slowly breathing in and out through that. Um, you can hold it for, you know, 30 seconds and then repeat it on the other side and, and kind of get, you know, get some good benefit from that. Yeah, those are awesome. Um, especially for those people that maybe are sitting at their desk for eight plus hours a day that you can, you can kill two birds with one stone and get some of your stretches in while you're working. Exactly. <laughs> I agree. Um, so for those trying to increase their flexibility now, um, are there any risks associated with forcing certain positions too fast? Yeah, that's a really good point. And, you know, sometimes we feel um, the old adage of, you know, no pain, no gain. Well, in this scenario, we want to feel maybe a little slight uncomfortable feeling in the muscle, but, you know, um, we don't want to feel intense pain because if that's going on, then we need to listen to our bodies, stop immediately and release the stretch, you know, because we don't want to cause um, more problems. Um, we can actually cause muscle strain if you overstretch or overextend a tendon or muscle. So we definitely need to listen to our bodies. Uh, I'm gl really glad that you said that. I think what you're feeling is a really good indication of um, whether or not you should continue with something or not, um, whether you're stretching or exercising or just going about everyday tasks. If it feels um, painful, then maybe take a step back um, and 
maybe do some more stretching before you get into it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I agree. You got to listen to your body and, and, and listen to what it's telling you. Absolutely. Well, are there any final thoughts you'd like to leave us with before we wrap up? Sure. I have a couple of reminders. And I think one thing that we tend to do when we stretch um, is we hold our breath. Yeah. And so breathe while you're stretching. Um, actually, if we breathe in through our nose and out through our mouth, we, we give this feeling of relaxation to our body. So it gives our brain a signal to tell the muscles that this is not a pain response that we want to protect the body. We actually want to breathe through it mm -hmm. to help our brain understand and tell our muscles that we actually want to try to relax. So that way our body will kind of give into it. Got it. Um, and the other um, just kind of note is to take it slow. Um, just take 10, 15 minutes if you can. I mean, if you, all you have is five, then that's fine too. But try to make it consistent every day because you will definitely feel the benefits of a developing a routine and you'll feel that ease in your, you know, just changing positions it will help you to relax and sleep better. And um, you'll be able to sit in positions longer um, if you're stretching to, you know, maintain that, that ability to um, just sit on the floor with your kids, you know, yeah. I mean, that can itself just sitting cross cross legged on the floor, if we're stretching more, we can tolerate that better. And uh, one more thing is, you know, if you're, you know, having pain, it's not improving after a week or two, if you're doing the recommended rice where you're resting it, you're icing, you're elevating, um, and then you're not improving, we definitely want you to seek, you know, a medical provider, a chiropractor, a physical therapist, get someone's advice, because we certainly don't want you just to, you know, be at home and, and feel like you just have to suffer through it. We yeah. definitely would want to recommend, you know, getting some medical attention. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for all of this great advice um, and such an important topic. We really appreciate you being here on Health Explained, and we look forward to more episodes with you in the future. Well, wonderful. Thank you for having me, Alexis, and have a great day. You too.